good afternoon or good, afternoon. good morning good morning good morning oh, i do enjoy good moon it's the afternoon here in the uk with it's me bruce and it's the morning in new york it's with true mark yeah it is the morning still half asleep there you go just to prove it I mean, we can, of course, do these podcasts. Pod, podcasts. Podcast. We can do these pod. We could do the podcast a bit later if you if this is too sleepy in the morning time. No, no, you? it's fine. But I've been actually, I've been Sorry. up for three hours. It's just. Um, Have you? Yeah, wow. I've been working on uh, on a tune. Oh. And, but I'm I'm not been sleeping very well the last couple of nights. So I'm just really knackered. You're not good at sleeping, are you? I think we've touched uh, upon this. No, I mean, you, you're, yeah. you're a bit insomniacal, aren't you? I am. It took me quite a while to get to sleep last night for some reason. I've just been wake. Over the last couple of mornings, I've sort of woken up in this like mild feeling of sort of agitation. Hmm. I'm not quite sure what all that's about, um, other, other than be... the state of everything. Oh yeah, no. Yes, you mustn't. Yeah, I guess if you listen to the news, uh, then that will always put you into a mild state of agitation. Um, I decided this this morning not to listen to the news, but to listen to um, BBC's uh, news comedy program. What's it called? Um, news. Have I, oh, the news quiz. News quiz. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. So I'm catching up on episodes. This is in September. This episode is very good. I mean, I thought no, I don't want to listen to the sad, the, the annoying news. I'm going to listen. I'm, I'm going to have a giggle over breakfast instead. Yeah, that's. And the it's way. really good. I would recommend it to everybody. Listen to a comedy in the morning. Yeah. Um, Yup, yup. Great. Okay, so there we go. So, um, here we are. No need for us to uh, do the weather today. No, forget the weather. Fuck it. It's nice nice here. Is it? Piss off. Is it? Is it really blue sky? Bright blue or bright blue? Perfect blue sky. Not not a single cloud up there anywhere. Sorry about that. It's grey. It's grey again here. (sighs) Anyway, never mind. There we go. Um, there we go. There we go. There we go. So let's let's so let's start with um, Mark's week that has been Mark's week. Mm. So something's well, happened this week, isn't it, Mark? Artistically, creatively, didn't you get a jo- actually? I know you got some sort of jo- um, job, didn't you? Some sort of job, believe. Yeah. Yes, I know. I've been. I've been the last couple of weeks. I've just been getting quite busy, which is good. Um, I've been doing this uh, session bass gig for um, a, a, an artist in Colorado that who Brian from the Jesus and Ray Chain recommended me to this guy that he played drums for and I've been working on that for the last week which is really good fun it's completely up my alley music wise quite a sort of Brit poppy uh, a bit mod modish power pop so that's been really good fun and much needed and this is money a pay- so at this moment too uh, yeah so it's a paying gig a paying gig yeah unbelievable <laughs> and been working on a lot of music been working on a, a lot of I'll save some of that for talk about our, our topic which we're going to talk oh, about it's the topic um, it's the topic later the other thing that I have to bring up uh, a little bit of a not a rant as such but I'm going to get annoyed is I did oh, um I did a gig on uh, Thursday night with this band Silver Relics again, yes. and yes. Um, um, it was a, it was a weird night because um, so it's quite the, the the venues in ultra hipster Williamsburg, um, and getting there from where I live is a bit of a faff. You have to take two trains, and um, 
I uh, I took a shortcut, which I ended up, ended up getting lost and wasting a lot of time walking around, sweating and getting angry outside. So I finally found the uh, subway station. And then I got down to the platform and mm -hmm. uh, waited for a train and waited and waited. Nothing came. And then I saw it said delay. And I was standing there waiting for 45 minutes before a train arrived. And uh, when it arrived, it was completely full. I couldn't squeeze on with all my gear, so oh, I had to wait. No. And I was, like, really angry. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And then I managed to get on the next train. And I walked, got to this venue. It was in, you know, it was in a bit of a kind of, wasn't in the best frame of mind because of having the delay. And um, I was just walking in. This big security guy stopped me. He's like, ID. Like, oh, okay. Pulled out this ID. that ID called NYC ID, which is issued by New York City government. He's like, no, you can't use that ID. I was like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I can't use this ID. That 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 ID is not doesn't permit you to drink. I was like, well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? So then he pointed to the sign on the door, NYC ID can't be used. Like, well, I've never been here before. How would I know that? And uh, I just found myself very quickly getting really, really angry with this guy mm. who was being a complete. Mm. And I said, I, po I pointed at my head, at my hair. I was like, look at look at my hair. I'm almost fifty. You think what? Well, you think I'm under twenty-one? This is ridiculous. Just because my ID is not the right ID, which I've never heard yeah. that before. The right, the right ID. Yeah. I mean, just look at me. I'm clearly not an underage drinker, and he just wouldn't budge on this. And then he he got like his um, I don't know supervisor or something to come out and yeah. talk to me. And I, and I, I was gradually, I was sort of like <sighs> hyperventilating. I was like, listen, yeah. listen. I've had a really shitty journey getting here. I'm just coming. I'm not even here because I want to be here. I'm here because I'm playing a fucking gig at your venue. So can I please just come in and play? And this guy just like, okay, calm down, calm down. The more he's telling me to calm down, the more worked up I was getting. Yeah, calm down. Yeah. I tell you what, you can come in, you can play your set, but you can't drink. And when you finished, <laughs> when you finished, you can leave. And I was like, fuck. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and I, I was on the verge of saying, I've played at Radio City Music Hall. I've played at Red Rock Stadium in Colorado. Yeah. I've, been on the, I've been on the Stephen Colbert show. Never have I treated so terribly in my life. You should have said it. Why didn't you say that? Well, I, I couldn't. I was that. just become quite inarticulate when I was angry. And I just said, I'm yeah. never playing this fucking shithole ever again. <laughs> and, I just, and I sort of stormed inside into the venue where there was like nobody and I, I ranted to my bandmates, and, the, and they said, "Oh, this this guy here's the uh, promoter." And, oh, sorry, I'm sure it's 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 fine because I went. This place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was livid. You were incandescent with livid rage. And then it was one of those nights where you know there were like maybe thirty people there at the beginning of the night, and the first guy that played was like, I don't know, not very interesting. And as the night went on, the audience dwindled <laughs> to about six people. Oh, no. I was like, why am I doing this? It's like, you know, I keep putting myself in this situation that I said I wouldn't do again. Yeah. Um, so that was that. And, wow. and, and it took me a while to calm down. But we actually played really well. The band sounds really, really good. That's good. the frustrating thing. Is anybody recording it on the night? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, oh, some guy turned up to take some photographs, but um, yeah. no, it wasn't recorded. Did he, did he take the photographs when there were still 30 people there? Not well, he didn't take the pictures. He just took the pictures of the band playing, so you wouldn't oh, I see. know. Oh, I see. Oh, see. Contextually, you wouldn't know that there were six people there. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the ID thing. Because I know. It's really weird. What, what, 
hang on, you've got a driving license. Haven't no, you? I haven't. That's the thing. I don't have a driving license. Oh, I see. Because so that's have, what you would put. Yeah. yeah, I have this thing. is It's a. It's been around for about four years. It's called NYC ID, and it's just. It's a government issued ID. They decided to bring in mm. this thing for people, I guess, who don't have regular government issued ID. Mm. And apparently, it's not good enough to use. At a bar, but you'd think that you know anybody with any kind of brain would sort yeah. of um, you know you don't. It's not like you need an I. You don't legally have to have an ID to drink. The idea is just to prove that you're yeah. old enough to drink. Yeah, it's like yeah. well, just look at me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking hell! It's been a long time since I was twenty-one. I mean, I've got grey hair. My hair's going bald on top. I've got wrinkles around my eyes. Quite clearly, I'm. Um, way over 40 let alone 21 and also and also i'm really stupid so pedantic and yeah petty you know and also they 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 should have been able to guess your age by by your ability to rant like a middle-aged person (laughs) because a youngster youngsters don't know how to don't know how to rant but middle age yeah that's right certain certain skill i just find it it just struck me as like Mm. it's just really Discourteous when I'm, you know, I'm walking in there carrying yeah. an instrument. Clearly, I know I'm there to perform, and you know, not even, not. I mean, even if he'd hand this guy had handled it with like, I'm sorry, I know mm. it's, I know it's a bit ridiculous, but that is the policy. That would have instantly just made me think, okay, yeah, I would have. He would have got me on his side, but he was mm. just so gruff and stupid about it that it just completely wound me up i th- i think we've probably mentioned the petty bureaucrats before well, we, yeah, i think on the show <laughs> but yes it's a classic petty petty bureaucrat thing isn't it they've got that one job and even though it's very obvious that you're not 21 oh this is the um, thing that also really annoyed me is that he he made me sort of stand in the corner <laughs> and wait <laughs> like go and stand over there <laughs> You know, like sort of dismiss. I was like, I'm not. What, you're treating me like I'm some kind of you know twelve year old. Go and stand. Crozer, stand in the corner. I was like, I'm older sp- than you, pal. And and speak only when you've, you've been spoken to. Yeah, that's gosh. It's just did and everything like, wrong. It's just the funny idea that they they'll take your performance, but they won't give you a drink. And then as soon as you had your performance, was the idea then you'd be chucked out. Yeah, that was it. You'd, it was like you then you then become a non-person. I'd have to leave right after. <laughs> which I did anyway. Yeah, I can imagine. It's just Gosh, so ridiculous, and I just you know thought annoying. like this is you know, and 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 people wonder why you know um, people don't go out to see live bands. Mm. And it's like, well, if you're going to get treated like this, it's not surprising. Well, listeners, if you've had an experience similar to Mark's, then please do get in touch by emailing us on I don't know what it is. What is it, Mark? Oh. What's that email again? Earcorn podcast at gmail.com if you have been affected by any of the issues in this rant (laughs) you can send us a message and we'll do our best to console you yes So that was my week. Gosh. What about your yeah. week? Wow. Wow. What have you been up to? Well, I might- good to hear. Well, um, I had a meeting uh, last week with, dun, but dun, I think dun. that meets that dun, 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 that meeting will tie in with our topic. But oh. I shall mention it anyway. No, no, no. It also tie with talking. Topic. Topic. 
um, it was with um, my friend James, who's I'm working on various things with, and I'm working on him with that uh, animation thing with um, what's, what's his face that we're trying to get for it. Palindrome Bin. Palindrome Bin, not his real name, and um, uh, Angela Jelly was there as well and we were talking about various things and, and things came out of various things and we got all quite excited lots of things were written down and things we were going to do and things we were all that stuff so that was and that was really good but I don't want to say anything too much more about that apart from because I don't spoil the 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 topic too much yep. apart from the realization again if you need to be it needs to be reminded of that basically if you get people together then good stuff comes out of getting people together as opposed to just working on your yeah, own and coming up with true. your own thoughts but you chuck two three people together and you've already you know and I did a bit of prep but then things things were coming up Jenny had a really good idea for, for another casting um, for a, a really good casting idea for this animation thing right um, uh, and obviously I, I, so I'm going to do that I'm going to go for the um, I'm, I'm going to approach the agent for that actor for this casting it's, it's another character in it uh, but I, if it succeeds, hopefully, because her memory's going a bit, hopefully I'll be able to claim the credit that was my idea. Whose memory's well. going? Well, Jelly's, you know, memory's going. So she won't remember it? it was her idea, hopefully. No, not really. I'm just oh, okay. very, very naughty. Um, no, she quite often, she's, she's quite annoying because she, she quite often comes up with really good ideas and then yeah. I feel obliged to steal them. But if I steal them too soon after she said them, she sort of goes, hang on, that was my <laughs> idea. But hopefully she won't. Um, she won't remember if it all comes apart. So anyway, so the point was getting together with people quite often is a really good thing. And there's only so much you can do by just emailing people or um, all the other shit, texting and stuff like that. Yeah. Get people in a room. Get more than two people together, um, and stuff can fly. Ideas can fly, and things can happen that can't yeah. happen when you're on, you're on your own. Definitely, and I think particularly in um, with what you're doing, you know, uh, it's that kind of. I think collaboration produces really good results. <laughs> oh, we're talking about collaboration produces really good results. No, I'm, I'm clapping that because that was okay. just that was nice and to the point, and and I hope I hope people have written that down at home. <laughs> Yeah, collaboration. I, I've certainly written it. Another down. gem out of, out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, you could shorten it even further and say collaboration is good. Not co- not cooperating is bad. I suppose you could do that as well. I'm going to write that one down too as well. That's my idea. That was my idea there. All right. Um, uh, yes, no, it is true because you quite often need it because you quite often, if you're working on your own on things, um, you, it's very easy to get to not to just get a bit of blur and a bit kind of like you know, can't be bothered. But mm-hmm. if you actually meet with people and you have a list of things that you and then anyway, yes. So quite often good stuff comes together. Or that's good. That's lovely. Um yeah. but we'll talk more about something related to that in our topic, won't we, a bit later. Let's uh I'm trying to think what else this uh it, 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 I think I probably did some more writing. I'm trying to write this column thing for Ox magazine. Oh yeah. I'm enjoying I'm your to, column. Which what, what you read it? Have yeah, you? I've read I've read what? all of them. I think. Have you? Oh well, I've, I've been putting them up on my on my blog. Well, you posted well, a link right? to it. You talk talking oh, about I did. bad memory. Yes, I did. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, because I'm also putting them onto my my blog site, aren't I? Uh, as well as it going to this magazine. Oh, that's good. Yes, um, and I quite like having the discipline. Uh, they're all going to be around 400 words now, I think, because I think it's 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 um, it's a good discipline to write to because it's not very it's yeah. not too long. Um, and hopefully, and it, yeah, just and, and it it doesn't linger too long, so you don't kind of get fed up with it and kind of go, oh, geez, I've got two thousand words to write. It's like I lose interest halfway through. So, um, but um, I'd like to get some money for writing. I think because yeah. you know, you know, my book. I've banged on about my book. I do know your losing, book. Losing losing the plot by Archie Pelago. Not his real name. Not well. That's not my real name. That's my pen name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Obviously, so losing the plot, and I had a statement through from Amazon uh, today. Oh yeah, and I checked my statement because you can look online and see how much money your books. And I think it was twenty three p for the last quarter, or it right. might be, yeah, the last quarter. I think. And then I went and I thought, well, I'm intrigued by this, so I went on and I looked at what I've earned through that book since since twenty fifteen when I first plopped it onto the Kindle site on Amazon. And it's about five pound and ten p, I think. I've earned in four years. Um, and, I mean, obviously there's a very funny side to that because that's fuck all. Um, it's a really <laughs> annoying side because you think, I spent so long writing that and I really yeah, cared. Yes. I really cared about every paragraph. Right. I didn't just get to a bit in it where I went, oh, look, I've got 30 words. I've got 30 pages. I'll just, it doesn't matter. I'll just bang out that old stuff. It doesn't matter. Uh, I really care. So um, I felt... Well, maybe next time. You should just write uh, next time. thirty pages of just get to that point and just like blah, 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 blah. no one's reading <laughs> no one's reading this anyway, <laughs> and just and see whether bought, that makes it. <laughs> and if they bought it, if they bought it, they like, can't complain because wow, it's only it's a new stream of it's it's a whole it's like James Joyce stream of consciousness <laughs> Joyce, writing. Yeah, yeah. It's genius. It's a genius. <sighs> and it is genius. And quite often when you're looking on the old Kindle thing, you see. They see they give you book recommends, and I get so envious because I see like a book that's been just self published on on Kindle, and it's got like four and a half stars or something, mm-hmm. and if and it, from about five hundred reviews or something, I'm thinking I've never heard of this author, but they've got five hundred reviews and four and a half stars. I don't know what they're got, doing. I don't know exactly what. what could all be doing? fake. That's the thing. Could all be could fake, be fake reviews. Could all be reviews by robots. You can buy them these days, can't you? Reviews for most things. Yeah, well, I, I did that, you know. Um, I didn't say I buy, bought reviews, but with Facebook, they have this, I mean, and it's a absolutely shit thing. It's this feature, you know, like you, you pay. It's like boost mm. your post or boost you oh, know, if yeah, you want to promote. Yeah, yeah, promote yourself that, yeah, yeah. so you can get yeah. more likes or more. And, you know, I've done it. I've done it a couple of times. And... It does work. You get more likes, but they're completely—they're worthless. It's mm. like I, I found myself—I had like you know, 120 likes or something from people in India. Mm. I mean, it said you can see the location, all these people's profiles, mm. Mm. but that it didn't go anywhere beyond liking the post. It's not like they all no. went suddenly. Oh, I'm going to go and buy that song or listen to that song. Yeah. It's yeah. just—it's absolute. It's daylight robbery. That's what it is. You pay for that. You get the likes, but yeah. they're they're worthless. Yeah. It's like you know, it's like rent a crowd. Likes. You know, people coming along, yeah. and at the time it feels like, whoa, wow, all these people love me, but yeah. they're just paid yeah. to be there, and then you never see them yeah. again. 
I'm I'm glad you told me that because I've I've been harassed by Facebook for, since we put um, Sibby and Dan, which if you listen to last week's um, episode, we, we played a bit from, um, and we got a Facebook site for that, and I've been harassed very regularly by Facebook saying. You know, if you, you know, why don't you boost this? This this particular post is one of your top posts. and But if you pay this or something like that, then uh, if you boost this, you could get like 25,000 times that. Mm. And um, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. It's, it's no, and I haven't done it. And, and yeah, I'm saying I won't it's, do it. I think it's really a waste of time. I mean, that's mm. from, I mean, obviously I'm just one person who's done that. If you talk to mm. several people and they said the same thing. But I mean, I, I just don't feel there's any value in getting all those mm. likes unless unless they actually translate to genuine interest rather than just I, someone who's getting. I tell you, I tell you what though, Mark. I tell you what, just to, just to go to balance this the other way, mm. because um, I, I was looking at the amount of views for the new iteration of your song "Broken Out in Love," now known as "Let Me In," and on the site it had three million views we well, you know what i found that. out actually just a few days ago because i was looking into that myself i was like, oh i haven't really mm. checked it out i listened to the song and then yeah. i sort of googled it yeah. and i saw that i think in the week week or two after it was released it was number 26 on the oh. itunes chart <gasps> that's very exciting i mean like the hot the, not not like a specific genre like the, the entire you know wow that's brilliant, uh, isn't download. it? So I was like, wow, that's really surprising. So that is great news. So so, so that's something to celebrate. We're very bad at celebrating the fact that your song, even though it's, it's a cover of your song, was 27 in the iTunes charts for the whole, or the whole of America, or was this the world? Um, I think it was worldwide. The, the, see, that's brilliant, isn't it? It's brilliant, that's, except, I, I'm, except I'm, you know... No, you, you can't do it really, except on I, that. Well, I'm not making any money from those... Yet sales, yet well, no, not at all. But you said that you you get a cut. I would do from the perf- performance royalty on TV, but I don't I don't get any uh, any cut of the sales. I mean, even when even when even if I did, it's not worth talking about too much. I've had when when my song was over the last few years. You know, so it sold a lot. You know, it's been streamed millions mm. of times. It's sold mm. a lot, but you know, the the mechanical royalty that I get is so piddly mm. that it it's literally amounted to probably like I don't know three hundred quid in the last six years for so, millions of plays of your song. Yeah, yeah, because you just don't get very much money. If I if I would, that, if it was complete, yeah. if I was releasing that myself without yeah. any you know middle person, yeah. I suppose it would amount to. A re, you know more more money obviously but I don't know how much but quite a bit more but because it's out through the the WWE's record label yeah then you know they make most of the money are you going to get you're, you're going to get I also saw a little sneak there's a new um, video game coming out isn't there is there the WWE yeah with him with his new incarnation yeah with the um, uh, Bray Wyatt with um, the new look you know with his the scary teeth thing you seen that? Yeah, I've seen the. Well, yeah, yeah of course you have. Yeah, so um, and so I think your music's in that in the game. So do you get a cut of that? Well, yeah. I mean, I have done for the last few years because they've mm. had you know that my version has been in that in that video game every year. So yeah, I get uh, I get a fairly good um, fee, like a, a a sync fee for that yeah. for the game. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I probably 
Probably won't because it's for the performer, hmm. you know. And as I'm not the performer on the new version, I probably won't get anything for that. But you hmm. know, I'm I'm trying to sort of be pragmatic about it because we talked about this before. Like I could have hmm. said, no, I don't want it, I don't want anything to do with this new version. But you know, it's better for me to sort of still get a little bit oh, yeah. of of the pie. Oh yeah, yeah. Even you. if it is a smaller chunk, so no, just yeah. it's all fine. I've got bigger songs to come. I, I feel it. I I love the positivity. Well, you got to be positive, haven't you? Yeah, you got. To Otherwise, try you to just be. don't bother doing anything. bit of that positive blue stuff that you're looking at to be yeah, honest. it does quite, it does help it's that's got, for sure it's, it's gone a bit chilly it's gone a bit meh, it's just blur um and oh yes I, I was going to so i was going to send an email today to pelagram what are we calling pelagram gin the actor yeah the, the, what's his name well, 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 well what's his name is it, his name's palindrome bin it's actually yes, not <laughs> it's not his name. yes i was going to send him a, a chase email today because it's been a week obviously since we last did this since mm. i last chased him saying oh have you looked at the materials are you interested um because uh and i haven't but i think i will i mean should i hey we should put this out to the viewers <laughs> viewers listeners, listeners you, listen about. sorry the listen viewers idiot listeners listeners if you if you think i should chase palindrome thingy bin um then send us an email or just somebody send us a fucking email just one i mean just <laughs> to prove it even works and i was going to send you one but i thought i i, I couldn't remember what it was to be honest yeah. um so, but this other actor that Jelly mentioned is a very good idea. Um, uh, what does his name rhyme with? Uh, okay, his or, name. Or her name. It's, it's a him. It's a very good bit of casting. It rhymes with... Um, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. No, no, no. I, I've got one. Um, Norbic, <laughs> Norbic Bavis. Norbic Bavis. Norbic Bavis. Norbic. There's Norbic. no word Norbic. No, but I, it, I know I made it up. There's no such word as oh, there is Norbic Bavis. Okay, I think I, I think I know who you mean. Okay, and he's to play a six foot dwarf. So there's so if you know who it is, then basically you'll go, aha, that's quite funny in a sense. Norbic Davis, <laughs> Bavis. <laughs> <laughs> Hang <Split>. on, <laughs> have I ruined that? Oh no, you're giving it away. Norbert Bavis. <laughs> Norbert Bavis. That's okay. right. So anyway, so I think that was quite a good idea actually, and actually he would be very good at it. Um, so course, the only yeah, thing brilliant. with that, the only thing I have to do with that is um, go through the agent, and I hope there's just I haven't even looked through the agent who's represent, represented by. Um, there's no point contacting American agents because you just won't get through. They'll say unless you offer, unless this is an offer. Um, they they won't even listen to you. Really? Um, so this isn't an offer as such. It's like, are you interested? Norbit, do you fancy it? To get him attached to it. Mm. Oh, um, great. But it just it just depends on the agent. I might get someone, uh, an agent too. So some of them can be a little bit on the supercilious side. They can be a little bit snotty. Um, not all of them. Some of them are very sweet. And I'm saying that. Some of them are very sweet to cover my ass, just in case anybody does listen to the show. Cuddle your ass. No, cover oh, my cover. ass. 
thought you were thinking coming up with one of your Bruceisms there. I'm going to cuddle my ass, <laughs> cover my ass to make sure that just in case an agent. And I, anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. So I shall. Um, yes, I'm going to do that. I thought I was going to do that today. I haven't done that. I must put a big note saying contact Norbic Bavis. Yeah. And then I forget that actually isn't actually Norbic yeah. Bavis. Yeah. Yeah. I just see you. Putting that in an email. <laughs> I wonder if Norbic Bavis was like. Norbic sorry, Bavis. we don't have anyone called Norbic Bavis on our books. Do you remember the Do you remember the uh, Doody Gench one? Doody that actually Gench. happened. No, because I was speaking to. I was trying to get Judy Dench attached to some project. Okay. And I was speaking to her very scary, very scary agent. Um, uh-huh. And um, and I called her and I did the the malapropism, spoonerism, whatever. Yeah, uh, is Spoon- it, which one is it? I suppose it's a spinnerism. Yeah, spinnerism. So I called her Doody Dench. Doody Dench at one point. Doody. I think partly Doody, and I think I think it's partly Bert's fault because I think Bert quite often <laughs> would go, "Oh, Doody Dench, Doody." Anyway, um, well, we used to do that when we were playing. As Fred Jelly does that all the time when we, we used, when we were playing um, Pictionary. You know, because you, you're not allowed to say the name, but she'd say, "Sounds like." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sounds like Int yes. Int Cleastwood. <laughs> yeah yeah that's interesting should we should we should we uh should we should we segue on shall to we our, let's shall we on on to our topic unless there's yes uh, segue uh, uh, segue let's do it segue that fucker <laughs> uh, introduce the topic please mark your term please. oh well now you had you put it more succinctly than i did um oh, did I? Oh, yeah shit. Uh, but I, I, I haven't written it down well Actually, um, no, I remember what you said, which was good. It's yeah. quest- the, the topic today is the difference or the cha- different challenges or between writing or creating uh, speculatively with no particular goal in mind versus creating with to a... Uh, uh, <laughs> what do they call it? Brief. brief. A brief. Creating, brief. creating some briefs. Creating to, creating to a brief... <laughs> <laughs> that you've been given, and um, I think it's. In, I'm glad uh, you introduced. I, I, I think on. you know you were what you said earlier on because you do this column every week. Yeah. Um, well, not every week. No, I don't. Every month. Yeah. Oh, every month. All right. Well, you do this column every month. Yeah. And it's good. Do you, I mean, you, do you have? You don't have like a a, um, a brief for it as such, other than you have to write four hundred words. That's right. So I have a parameter. I have a parameter. the parameter, I think, yes. parameters are fantastic things. I yeah. find as soon as you have an unlimited uh, choice of things to work with, it's overwhelming. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yes, it's true. Um, I'm just going to give you a little correction for the uh, the first part of the thing you said there. Oh. I don't. I feel a bit naughty to do it. Uh, I feel a bit pedantic. Really. No, go on. But uh, no, I think you were saying about the speculative bit for no. Re- I think you said for no reason or something. No, for no goal. I think you said no goal. But the speculative stuff is for a goal quite often. But yeah, sorry, it's that's... it's stuff that you you have just conjured up yourself. So as opposed to, for example, the gig you just got playing bass where they pay you money. Yeah, that is like a gig, and they're tapping into your skills set there like that, but when i had this meeting with jelly and james on last week this week last week um we were coming up with a lot of speculative stuff mm. i think it was all speculative stuff there was nothing there where we kind of had got a gig it was like oh we could do this we could do that and we you know blah 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 um 
so it's all speculative but it's, it's for a kind of it is for a goal yeah yeah it? sorry so that was not the wrong thing to say i didn't yeah mean, sorry, i didn't I, even I, mean I, don't that, make a, I meant i meant with no with no yes, brief with no yes, di- specific I, direction yes, sorry i feel a bit because, mean doing no no no, that, no you're right absolutely right no, to pick no, me up I feel that. A bit, you know yeah. no you're right you're absolutely right to pick me up <laughs> correct me it's fine uh, <laughs> oh just yeah you balled it up mate balls yeah it up. yeah yeah um so that's so yes those two things i mean i've done um i've done a lot of speculative stuff and more speculative um in my time um probably an insane amount really um mm-hmm. as a but the gig stuff i mean you've done more gig stuff stuff i think in i mean literally gigs you do gigs and you do uh, which and you get paid for them don't you so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess so I wasn't even thinking awful. about that because that's more. I just see that more as like that's a job rather than, you know, let's like say writing a song. For example, I mean, I was thinking specifically in, in my, with regards to myself, you know, writing songs just sort of as the mood takes me. Yeah. Versus, you know, actually getting some direction and you know what yeah. what is what is it what could I do that has you know a greater chance of getting picked up for tv yes yes so i guess the reason why this topic came to mind is because that's what i've been doing (laughs) the last week or two is actually you know getting some direction and you know trying to find out okay what what will increase my chances of me getting a song in a tv show because you know a lot of the time you know you just write music and it comes out a certain way and it's like well that's okay that's good or it's not good but then maybe it's not ever going to get picked up because it's just not the right kind of mood. Yeah. So, you know, I um I sent an email actually to Michelle who's the, my my sync agent and asked her, you know, what sort of thing would would she, does she have a need for? Mm. And one of the things that um she mentioned was that um right now it's quite a popular thing in like film trailers and TV shows to have a well-known song like you know quite an upbeat well-known song but like a very downbeat dark uh take on it yeah because there's a lot of sort of ironic i wouldn't say not ironic maybe not the right word but um i just saw like for example i just saw a trailer for a, a movie i think it was i think it's the new dr doolittle movie <laughs> with oh, yes. robert danny yes. jr Yes, and they had this very, very downbeat version of um, that Louis Armstrong yes. song, "What a Wonderful yes. World." Have you heard that? Yes, yeah, I have. Yes, yeah. and I watched the trailer. Yes, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, it's a really great version of that song, yeah. and so that was when I was like, okay, yeah, I can, I'll have a go at that. So that's what I've been doing. Mm. Is coming up with I've recorded I think three, three or four this last week, just like real downbeat versions of very chirpy songs. Mm. <laughs> Can you play Bright Eyes at the end of the show for us? Is that all finished, that one? Um, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's finished. Is that kind of downbeaty? Or was it kind of... Well, that's like more like... Semi, the, semi-ironic. It, it's... Um, have you heard it? No, no, you haven't played it. Oh, right. Oh, okay, no, yeah. Well, I mean, the original is very downbeat. So it's actually... It is, yeah. It's a more... Um, it's a bit more of an epic kind of... Uh, space rock <laughs> take oh, on it oh I'd love to hear it well, look, can you put it on the end of the show yeah I'd like to yeah, hear okay. it yeah okay I'll let you hear that epic space rock space rock 
Bright Eyes. Kind of space rock. Isn't kind it? of. I was just trying to make a, like a more modern kind of rock rock take yeah. on it, you know, because I think it's a really good song. I really, really like it. I've always really liked it. My brother and I were talking yeah. actually years ago about doing a version of it and never actually got around to it. Oh, what's the clanking chains? Have you been visited by a spirit? No, 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 it's Katie. She's just about to go oh. on her bike. Oh, right. Hello. Right, bye-bye, Yeah, be careful. All right, bye-bye. Um, yeah, she's going into um, to Oxford. On it's a good job you said be careful. Electric bike. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just always find it funny when people say that. Be careful. Well, I'm like, a little If you hadn't you told me to say be careful, I would have I'm, gone straight into a car. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm... Um, I'm, uh, I, I always kind of worry about her when she's on the bike. Yeah, I don't worry about I don't worry about myself. It's funny, that not it? When I'm on my electric bike, um, I, I, you know, uh, I don't worry about myself, but I do worry about her on the roads on a bike. Of course. But, uh, but what I've done is that I make sure she wears every kind of conceivable version of fluorescentness. Right. And I've actually, when she was out, I actually put all this fluorescent sticky tape all over her bike as well. And I thought I might have gone too far. I thought she might come back and go, what the <laughs> what fuck have you, have you done, done to, to my, my bike? bike, you bastard? <laughs> what's, the matter, what's the matter with you? <laughs> but she, um, she, she, she went, oh, that's, that's sweet. Although I think then she was, she was at school and I think one of the other teachers saw her bike. I thought, what the what's, what, what the fuck? What, what, what's he done? Like, yeah, he worries. He worries about me. I mean, <laughs> but I can't. There's, there's no more space left on her bike to put any more fluorescent tape on. So, what about some kind of natural... siren that just goes off all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I managed to get another light. I managed to get another light into her her helmet. So she's got a red flatting, flatting, a red flashing light in her helmet now, as well as two two red, red flashing lights on her bike. Right. But I'd rather take her in on a trailer, put her bike on a low loader trailer, and then I drive her in. So she's still on the bike. <laughs> I, I prefer to do that really on a, some kind of treadmill, so she can still get the exercise. Yes. <laughs> Good. Um, but and the irony is she wears a helmet and I don't. So there well, we go. That's even, yeah. that's even, even an, another irony. Always wear um, a helmet. I love the wind in my hair. I don't want a plastic helmet. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. okay, not doing it. Um, so back to we've gone slightly off topic there. Slightly, um, but slightly. So uh, working to um, that reminds me of when I've been pitching TV shows to TV channels. Quite often, you'll get a rejection back. Because I've got, I've had quite a rejection, quite a few rejections over the years, mm. and quite often the rejection comes back and says, "Ah, oh, this doesn't quite fit in with our is it remit or whatever it is." They yeah. decided, and they say, "We're looking for things like this," and you sent us this, right? And then of course you start to try and write something a bit more like the other thing, and then the remit changes, and they say, "Nah, we're now looking for this." <laughs> And um, right. I remember having a very interesting conversation with a TV executive at one point, and I said about we talk about this, and he said, "Yeah, he said it is quite funny because there was never a point when the BBC was saying, yeah, we're looking for something like um, the Office, because before the Office was the Office, the Office just happened and was a surprise success, really, I think." Mm. Um, but nobody was saying because then you get the hit the office and then everyone goes oh, let's make something a bit like that but like 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 the office and they've they've done the same with game of thrones is the classic isn't it right everyone's been running around like lunatics trying to be the next game of thrones and there's a whole slew of fantasy stuff coming out 
um, trying to be the next Game of Thrones. There's something I've been watching on telly called Carnival Row. Have you seen that? Um, I have not heard of that. On Amazon, Amazon, it's an Amazon original. Right. Um, and it's very, yes, it's very epic-y fantasy. And it's not, I mean, it's quite good, actually. I mean, the only thing is, it's got the chap who was, um, <laughs> the chap who was the elf <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. What's that actor called? He was always also in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh Come God, on, Mark. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. That's terrible. Come on, Mark. Uh, Christopher Isherwood. No, that's uh, Davros. Not Christopher. Um, anyway, just think of just think Legolas. of the guy from um, Legolas. Legolas. I can't remember his name. So they got him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Bloody hell. Who cares? Him, so, yeah. He, he he doesn't need us to remember his name. He's doing quite well with that, us, to be honest. Um, and um, I wasn't quite sure of him. He's a little bit. It's a little bit smell the fart acting for me. Just a little bit. <laughs> what? I've not heard fart. that before. Well, you heard... must have heard it. No. Joey, you remember in Friends? Joey does the talks about the smell oh, of the fart really acting. Ah, but it's very good that it works really well because basically they just look kind of, you screw up your eyes and then you just pretend that you've smelt somebody's fart and you just kind of, and you, you react like that and it looks like you're thinking really deep thoughts. <laughs> it looks like you're really acting. You're really thinking. <laughs> You're really um, focused on what's going on, but there's a bit too much smell the fart acting going on from him. Right. Um, but and I don't want to be offended. I mean, he he won't give a shit that I said that. Orlando He's Bloom. That's it. Oof. Yeah, he was great as the elf because there was a hell of a lot of smell the fart acting in that. Yeah. Fact, that was probably what he needed to do was one big fart smell for every <laughs> scene he was in. Was but it? I've not I've not seen him in anything else that I thought he was good in. I thought that was the only no, thing other no, other than when he plays himself no, in. Um, he's good in extras when he's setting yes, himself he up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also in Lord of the Rings, um, what's her face? The the oh, God. Uh, no, uh, Liv Liv Tyler. Yeah, Liv Tyler, who plays the elf. Queenie I really like princess. her, but not in oh, Lord of the Rings. She's terrible in Lord oh, of the Rings. No. Well, the thing again, when you watch it, that is smell the fart acting gone bananas. Yeah. Because she's doing a huge... In fact, probably what Peter Jackson said was that if you're an elf, you're all going to do smell the art fart. That's what I want to see. I want to see smell the fart <laughs> acting by all of you. And that would define you as an elf. And Because they look so fucking po-faced, don't they? That's like, it. There's just a little bit too much oh, earnestness oh, in some oh, of the performances in that movie, oh, I felt. Lord, yeah. Um, so anyway so that's (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up just say just get on with it get the lines out of your gob as quick as you can and then go home chill out get yeah um that's that's Lawrence Olivier, wasn't it? That was his advice to Dustin Hoffman on, wasn't it? Uh, in on Marathon Man. I didn't. I I read something about. He said. because Dustin Hoffman obviously is, you know, into the method acting, and he was running. Yeah, there was like a part where he was sort of running about to get out of breath, and he said, "Like, Marathon why don't you yeah. try acting, dear boy?" That's it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, have I just stolen That's your it. story. You did. Really. Oh, oh no, I thought. I, you, I, sorry, I thought. As long as the story, I, I think. One. I think I might have said it. I think I might have said it slightly, slightly, slightly more entertaining way than you did. To be honest. Okay, so we'll say it again. I'll, I'll cut my bit out. No, I think he did. I think. I think that's exactly what he said. Have you, yeah, something like that. Um, Best direction to give an actor is just remember your lines, hit your marks, and try not to knock over the furniture. Right. That's pretty much all you, all they need to do, really. Yeah. And also, when they're not acting, 
and they're in, they're not acting. Don't make a big thing about the fact that you're just lo- lolloping around <laughs> doing fuck all because there's all these crew around you doing the actual work, yeah. and you're just chattering away to yourself, having cups of tea and whinging about your agents and stuff like that. It's kind of like when you're when you're acting, it's a good gig. A lot of it, if you've been paid properly, it's a fantastic gig. It's the best gig in the world. Um, and if you're like a super famous person being paid shitloads of money, you, they should never whinge. They should never say, "Oh, it was really hard." Yeah, it was really. Oh, I just done this film. It's really. It, there's nothing hard about it. Really, there's nothing hard about it. That's true. I mean, it's absolute bullshit. It's hard if you're the camera operator, the DO. Yeah, well, that's interesting you say that because you know I've I've been doing you know the, those few days of extra work and also when I was taking Ruby, you know the the crew. My God, the amount of you know hard physical work they're doing, and you know yeah. they're, they're there from the beginning of the day from setting up to like yeah. tearing it down. And then I, you know, these actors sworn in. I mean, I was doing this one, yeah. did this one show earlier a few months ago, and this one lead actor, she, you know, she was quite young, probably like seventeen or eighteen. But she, every single take, she forgot her lines like every single time, <laughs> over and over and over. So and you could see like the, the, you know, the director or her first idea or whoever was in. It mm. was like you know, just. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And yeah. you can see people just like yeah. everyone and all the rest of us in. I was, you know, there was like four hundred extras on that day. Yeah. Everyone's just yeah. like, "Fucking hell, get on with it. I want to go. Yeah. I want to get lunch. <laughs> just yeah. get the line right. It's not hard. It's only one sentence. You just got. All you got to do is say it. Read it before. You, read yeah. it. Read it <laughs> on a piece of paper before you come into the shop and say the words. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, oh God. Sake. No, no, and the crew would be absolutely hating her. She wouldn't know it. She <laughs> yeah, wouldn't know it, but the crew, because they'd be professional. But they're thinking, for, yeah, actually, exactly one fucking line, and they've yeah. been up since sort of six o'clock or something, just hoiking kit around. Yeah, and they're on this impossibly tight schedule, and it's like one thing you had to do one thing. Um, but um, yeah, so I think the best job in the world is to actually be a very successful actor. To be honest, it's the absolute best job in the world mm. because you get paid ridiculous amount of money for the acting thing i hate it you know i um i don't know why i do it in magazines you read interviews with actors and generally speaking you don't need to read an interview with an actor i mean you it's it's who cares what an actor thinks about what they're in (laughs) and and they always say oh you know i chose this i really wanted to be this no 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 it doesn't work like that they were they were they they, unless they're tom cruise they didn't choose they they get the gig and then they say yeah this is the sort of thing I want to do. Right. It's just kind of like no you just you you audition for this stuff and then you get one and then you've got a job. It's not like you've sat there sifting through shitloads of stuff and kind of going well I've done quite a few, um, you know, uh, quite a few sort of nineteenth century costume dramas and now I'm looking for something a bit more edgy. Bullshit. Just saying it is. I'm just saying how it is, everybody. I'm sorry. No offence to the actors who are successful. But I, what I want to read, I want to read for the, about the writers. The writers mm. who come up with these things. Interview them. Um, directors as well, to some extent, I suppose. But quite often, you know. But yeah. it's the writers. It's yeah. The, and, and, and the producers. And I'm not just saying this because I'm also you <laughs> right. know, a, a, a producer. But basically, the people who have actually come up with the original concept the whole thing and yeah. then they've made it happen so uh, interesting you said with, yeah i listened so those, to um that, oh sorry no no i i think i've i think I've finished i don't know if you listen to um uh the the one show i listened to on rip five live is Ker- kermode and mayo's film show oh, yeah. do, you, do you listen to that 
I have caught bits. It's very, it's very good. I really enjoy it. But they, they had an, an episode a few months ago where they were talking about the whole issue that writers on movies just mm. get overlooked all the time. Everybody talks about mm. the acting and the directing. Mm. In fact, they, the reason they started talking about it was because a writer, a very successful writer, had actually written in and said, you know, you never mention the writers mm. who create mm. these things. If it wasn't for the writers, mm. there would be no movie to make in the first place. Yeah. So, you know, you're absolutely right that that they do completely get overlooked. And, you know, I mean... I think yeah. If you're if you're a competent actor and you just and you've got good material to work with, you probably, you know, you can do you can do a really good job. But you've got to have that material in the first place. Yeah, because you Isn't quite it? often will see a, a you'll you'll see an actor who's who does you know in a really good film, and everyone goes that actor was great. That really, I'm trying to th- quick think of a really good good example of this, and I need two examples of this because so there's the good film and the good and and the actor's good in it. Or, and then there's the film where the same actor with the same skill set of act, you know, is then in a shit film, and basically they can only be what you know is offered to them. I yeah. mean, so people, you know, I'm trying to think of some good examples. Which, well, I mean, there must be lots of good examples. There must abound where you've got a really good actor and the well, Michael Caine, I suppose. Michael, Michael Caine. Caine in a really good yeah. film, and then a, a Michael Caine in a really a duff film. Although he's always watchable, like isn't he? In a Duff film, yeah, that's the difference, <laughs> isn't it? It's actually even in a Duff film, he's like exactly. He's Michael Caine. A, it's that's what makes him a star, doesn't it? Because actually, yeah. even if it's in something really a bit Duff, it's like well, even so, and that's probably that, again that feeds back into the why we have stars in movies because and why people want to get stars and why you know we want to get really good actors in this animation thing we want them to be good at what they do but yeah we do need their names as well because we need to raise the money to actually make the series yeah and it's desperately unfair for actors who are who are really good actors but unknown um desperately unfair because they could be better than all of them but then to Mm. get the money you have to go to the name quite often and that's a very tedious thing in many ways as we know with my trying to get names for various projects um yeah and they don't say oh well mr oh bruce winwood i'm desperate to work with bruce winwood one day oh blimey one day i'll work with bruce winwood it'd be amazing um so other actually other other jobs that you don't really think about on a film set um i mean the dop i have to say the director of photography i mean obviously he's or she excuse me um they are you know what you see on screen Mm. In terms of the frame, the, you know, in terms of the framing and and the, the color grade and just everything you see on the sixteen by nine on your TV, that DOP has kind of been involved with that choice right. far more than the director. The director might will have an opinion, but in many ways, but the DOP is that's his job, his or her's job. So sometimes really amazing shots that's down to that person, and you never see them interviewed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, you've asked ask the average person. I just it's a good game to go to someone and say, "How many? You know, n- name me five DOPs, top DOPs. Go." Right. And I think somebody might. I'll do it to you. I'll do it to you now, Mark. No, please name don't. me five. No, I'm going I, to do it to you. I couldn't to name one. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's not dissimilar to producers. It's like name top five producers. You could probably do better with that, can you? Top five producers. Music producers or film producers? No, film, film producers. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Well, he does produce sort of, really, but he's not really known as a producer, is he? 
No, I, I don't really, I don't really know any film producers. No. Oh, well, let's, get, let's, out, get back to the, let's get back to the topic. Mm. Let's get back to the topic. Um, oh, the right, topic. Working. <laughs> the topic that we remember we were talking about that thing about 20 minutes ago before we went off. Oh, yes, complete there was tangent. a topic, wasn't there? There was a topic. Well, I think to, sum, to, to surmise, because we're coming up to an hour, aren't we? We should, mm, we should start yeah. to be heading towards the end a bit. Um, it's, um, yeah, I, what I would say is the speculation. I've done, I, I still keep doing the speculative stuff. Um, and it's very exciting doing expected stuff because you come up with a fresh new idea for something you think, oh mm. let's do that let's do that and then but then the problem is you've got limited resources and in my case very limited resources yeah. and you want to pursue so there are so many things I want to pursue but I can't do them properly probably any of them properly because I don't have the money it's right. like this animation I just want to make that whole that whole pilot episode I, I, I we've got the team I can go to the animator and say here's some money that just crack on we've got the script we've done the audio for the pilot already um any you, you know just just carry on what you're doing because you're doing a fantastic job and i just want that to happen but i don't have the money to do it mm-hmm. so that's always always the way yeah. i mean how about you in that sense marcos well um i guess you know it's it's easier for me this is when you, uh, i was thinking actually when you said something earlier on about you know writing to remit for tv and how um you know things change by the time you by the time you've actually come up with it <clears throat> they're onto something different yeah. you know the the um i have an advantage in that in that sense in that you know this is a much quicker turnaround you know i can i can get a, a an idea in the morning you know she's like oh we want you know can you do a cover which is what, what i did she suggested doing katrina and the waves walking on sunshine uh yeah. downbeat and then I did it, so I can do it, you know, in the same day that I hear about it, and then send it. And then here you go. Here's what you asked for. Mm. So I have that advantage in this thing because I'm just working on my own with my computer. I don't have that whole team of people, and I don't need any money. Ultimate, I've already got you know my stuff here. I don't yeah. have. I don't need a budget to work with to produce something. I can just produce it based on just using my what I've got. And I, I really like working with the um, uh, restrictions, you know, of like a deadline or, you know, we want it to be this tempo or this kind of mood. I like working with that. It's like uh, sometimes I find even, you know, with Logic Audio, you've got so many options for different synths and loops and everything. It's too much. I'd like, mm. I'd like to someone say, okay, you've got, you can do this. Here's here's the sound that mm-hmm. you can use. Yeah, you can use a guitar and a, yeah. and a tambourine. And like, oh, mm. I love that. I love having those yeah. restrictions because you just you yeah. have to be creative. You know, within in the in a musical sense rather than mm. in a production sense. You know. Well, I I have the same thing when I do this this teaching stuff at <clears throat> Oxford World Academy. We have ten weeks with the no eight weeks nine weeks anyway with with the students. And we have a certain amount of budget. We have a certain amount of time, and they have to go from script to screen. And we have to, so we have to write a, a film, a script for a short film, and then make it and produce it and make it, uh, involving everything, casting it and editing it, and then it's screened. And 
I really enjoyed that process because yeah. exactly as you say and I also know this is a really good example I know that we're going to make something and at the end of the day there will be a horrible word product there will be a 10, 50, 10 maybe 15 minute short film at the end of it yeah. and it will be of a good standard because we've, we've got some budget and we work with a, a nice nice, a good crew and good actors and that is a lovely feeling I mean it's, it's an ed- educational thing it's, at the end of the day um, but it's a great opportunity to make things like that as opposed to the opposite which is kind of like okay I want to make a short film but you don't really have the money um, yeah. and it's a thing that you know could warble on for ages trying to get the money and trying to do something um, and it, uh, it and it, yeah that, that's and it's like it could be like a never ending thing it's actually not it's it's actually not for a reason there's no reason at all to produce it whereas for the teaching thing that you're producing this film for the students who are learning about filmmaking so yes absolutely i think that's quite a good example of um i think people who work on projects like film projects like i know of people who spent years and years there's one particular filmmaker who's just finished his finished just finally finished his film it's just about going out into the world um, but years and years and years and years on it, years and years and years, and it's that's insane, really. Yeah, yeah. Because I would have. It's just so. It's, I'm not saying he's insane, but there's a kind of certain <laughs> level of insanity that, and I know that from Twelve in a Box, it takes up so much of your time, and because because nobody's said, look, we, there's a film, here's some money, and we we need this made in the next six months. Off you go, right. which is what you want, really. Because I'm in a position now where I do need to earn some money fairly quickly. Yeah, you know, I just realized I have to really get down to to um, trying to make whatever I'm producing be have the best chance possible you know yeah. it's all very well sitting down and writing lots and lots of music but if the, the if the lots and lots of music that I've written is just not something that is ever going to get picked up because it's just not the right style or the right tone mm. or you know then what's the point in doing that I may as well have some direction and you know okay this is what's currently being, you know, used in TV. These downbeat versions of upbeat songs. I'm just going to do a lot of them, and therefore, yeah. hopefully, increase my chances of actually making some money. Mm. So, I think it does. It definitely, having that direction is is a really big help for me. Well, I think we've come to that time, Mark, haven't we? We certainly have the conclusion time and um thank you for listening and um we're going to play some music aren't we in a moment we are not we you are you're gonna play your tune go on introduce your introduce your tune for us well this is um it's not been released yet because i haven't got the license for it so please don't please don't uh report me Uh, this is my take on the uh 1978 art garfunkel tune bright eyes from the fantastic animation Watership Down and I hope you enjoy it Is it a kind of dream There's a fog of 